0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Screen Wars, our thought leader series, where we learn from industry experts about the latest trends and challenges from across the convergent TV space, hosted by Michael Beach. Uh, today, I'm joined by Chris Wilson. Uh, Chris is currently the CEO at Hyphometrics. Uh, you'll probably remember Hyphometrics from episode 31. Uh, we had the co-founder, Joanna Druzon, a uh, great episode. I, I definitely recommend uh, going back, giving that a listen. Uh, Hive metrics are you know fantastic company um you kind of disclaimer uh screen wars fund is an investor um you know the solutions they're bringing to market uh they sit right in the middle of all things uh convergent tv and, and we touched on a lot today with chris uh we talk about the you know the kind of overall explosion of content uh and how that's really disrupted all things uh media measurement you know, from advertising to consumption to you know even how we value content um you know we talk about the big uh, opportunity next generation media planning which is definitely kind of close to our heart here at cross-screen media uh, as well as is local in general just of how combining uh these next generation calibration panels which you know hypometrics you know is a, is a great solution on uh with big data solutions uh is really probably the um probably the combination that's going to push push a lot of these uh, innovations forward uh so you know please enjoy my conversation with chris wilson Hi, right, Chris. Welcome to Screen Wars. Hey,
1: Michael. How are you?
0: I'm great. Uh, where, where do we find you today?
1: Oh, I'm I'm in New York. I'm in New York these days, enjoying the city.
0: Well, you and I go go back quite a ways uh, to your red track days. Um, you know, what was the path that led you to I've metrics?
1: Well, I mean, I think it's interesting. One, one, I think it's just overall being able to identify companies that really, I guess. Uh, are going to be game changers in the in the industry as far as being able to look forward you know into what's needed um, you know really legacy companies people organizations that have the ability to fundamentally change the way the media landscape operates um, how it generates revenue how it understands what consumers and viewers are doing uh, as it relates to consuming content and how they're exposed to ads so hyper represents that so the path from rent track really was, you know trying to create uh, a new service as it relates to television measurement leveraging set-top box data that then led with the merger with comscore that brought us into the cross-platform world um, and you know hypha really represents kind of that next generation of, of what's needed to basically be able to appropriately have the materials and information you need to measure cross-platform so it's an exciting opportunity uh, it's exciting to be able to work with the marketplace to be able to identify and solve those problems. And, you know, we're just out there, you know, doing our part to 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 make the media measurement and ecosystem as good as it can be.
0: Uh, Chris, you know, why don't you give us our audience a little background on uh, the problem that Hyphometric Solve and who the IDO customer is?
1: Yeah, no, thanks, Michael. I, I think in order to understand the problem, you first have to have a better understanding the situation we face in the market today. So, you know, where we stand is this, this whole, uh, you know, focus on personalization of media content. That's both at the individual level and with the content they're served. Uh, I'll give you an example. So, you know, historically, you know, you might you and I might have both had a flip phone and they'd be identical. But Today we have smartphones and you and I could have the same exact model of smartphone. But the content that we have in there is likely to be completely different. Now that's selected by the individual. So you have this this whole era of individual personalization of content, and then that information that you choose as an individual then feeds into things like generative AI that's used by the streaming services and others to create these these experiential um, personalization for the individual based on recommendation of content, uh, based on you know, what they might see when they might see it it's become this complete dynamic thing so you have this you have this constant feedback loop of personal personalization at the individual level of content and then that feeding into things like generative ai to create experiences for the individual that is unique to them and that's created that constant feedback loop has created a very dynamic situation that's made it virtually impossible to be able to keep up from a measurement standpoint from an immediate perspective Um, Because all of that's now made its way into media Uh, and that that's created a a really difficult situation for companies to be able to keep up and keep pace with keep pace with the changes taking place in order for them to effectively measure that marketplace. Therefore, you create a situation where the entire ecosystem is broken. You don't have the information you need to be able to understand what content um, viewers are really watching, the value of that content, who is exposed to what ads uh, and it's become a really, really difficult uh, position in the marketplace today, which is why you see so much emphasis on being able to, to try to solve those problems uh, in the press. You see the, the initiatives that are out there with the, the uh, industry around the ANAVAB. You've seen these JIC organizations, JIC measurement organizations trying to solve these problems that, quite frankly, if don't get addressed, is going to create a very difficult situation um, in the next couple of years.
0: Yeah. So at a really high level, you know, look at it, you've got, you know, your kind of your traditional panels, you know, your tens of thousands of households, uh, you know, predominantly Nielsen over the years, Uh, you know, you and I started working together a long time ago around set box data and and more kind of bringing big data into kind of planning measurement. Um, The thing I find interesting is that now you've got, you know, big data is really taken over with, you know, ACR and other sources, but there's obviously huge holes in that from, you know, co-viewing and, and all these things, you really need a, a next generation panel. First, I guess, kind of let us know, you know, how does your your data differ from other sources like ACR, and then what are all the you know some of the the kind of big use cases it powers moving forward?
1: Yeah, I mean, when you when you think about ACR, it's a technology that was created over a decade ago, um, and it leverages you know audio signals to be able to identify what content is on a particular television set. So it's primarily TV focused. Number one. Number two, it requires that you have some sort of reference library of that content in order for it to be recognized when it's played back on the screen. Um, So that creates a problem. So we have huge holes. We're talking about, you know, we're we're talking about all this new content that's been created and all these new library, all this this new content that's available. So, for example, Google just announced uh, not long ago, last week, I believe, there were 800 new channels that they're going to be providing. If you think about trying to be able to keep up with that kind of library in order to measure that, it's virtually impossible, it's not sustainable. So what we did at Haifa, knowing that that was the direction that things were going, is we did two things. One, we actually capture the information on the glass from a video perspective. So we're able to uh, be able to look at at what's on the screen, on the television screen specifically, and identify exactly what someone's watching, when they're watching it, by being able to take information from the screen to be able to to process so it doesn't require those libraries to keep up up to date secondly within our core meter and within our panel we have the ability to capture uh, all the additional digital information from your desktop your tablet your mobile device uh, at the individual person level so it needs to be it needs to be at the individual level it needs to be complete which means you're capturing everything on the screen and processing it And you need to be able to have cross-platform at the individual level and all the secondary devices, which is what we're able to do. There's really no other company out there that has this kind of technology to be able to provide that uh, information in the marketplace, especially at the the person level, which is one of the things that's critically important. So when you start thinking about things like over-the-air television, um, in the local marketplace, uh, all the new 3.0 technology that's out there for, uh, for local consumption, none of that's measured. You've got the walled gardens, which are an issue. Um, you've got situations where the sound is off on the set uh, and ACR is not gonna pick it up. We'll be able to capture that. Um, not to mention the fact that when you're starting to look at things like uh, Hispanic television or Hispanic content, it's harder and harder to be able to get the reference libraries necessary to be able to do that. We don't rely on those things. We don't have those matchbacks, which does a couple of things. Makes us complete, makes us accurate, Makes us cost efficient, um, so that we can provide the marketplace the things that they need, um, and it's built it's built on, you know, artificial intelligence, machine learning, software background, and that's really what the, the backbone, which is really what uh, is the special sauce of what we do. And when you think about it, this, this this personalization of media content that we have today was created by AI, and it needs to be likely resolved by AI in order to be able to keep pace with all the change and the personalization that's taking place. You know, when you, I think in 2022, $1.6 billion was invested in AI to enhance media experiences and virtually no dollars were spent um, to be able to measure that output. So that's, you you can see how quickly things are changing and how difficult it is for these, for organizations to be able to keep pace. And Haifa's role in the marketplace is really about being able to provide that source of truth to the measurement companies, to the brands, to the agencies, to the local stations that they need to be able to understand what's going on. So our, our customers are the entire marketplace. We're not here to be a currency. We're not here to you know compete with those, those alternative currency players and Nielsen out there. We're here to be able to provide them the information that they need in a way that the industry has defined specifications that uh, help them solve their most important problems around personification, broadband only consumption, cross-platform duplication, to really kind of address those core issues in a way that's transparent and objective, and then be able to provide that information to those currency companies, for example, to be able to make their products better and to be able to keep pace with change.
0: Yeah, and a big trend, you know, to your point about the, you know, uh, YouTube loading up the you know eight hundred fast channels. Yeah. Uh, You know, we talk to people a lot where, you know, they kind of, you know, they track this number, right? It was 100 a couple years ago, then 200, then 500. And, you know, for us, the end state is, I'm interested to get your take on this. It's an infinite number of channels, right? It's like every single person having their own, you know, it's kind of a, you know, YouTube just looks like the end state where it's like every everybody's homepage is completely different. Uh, It's not necessarily, you know, the Star Wars channel, but it's you know, the, you know, the Michael Beecher, the Chris Wilson channel. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you agree with that as, as, kind of where we're headed and, and B, that, that seems to be, to play out where uh, a lot of the existing things are, are going to completely break down as we go that direction?
1: Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that personalization, as we mentioned earlier, is going to continue, right? Um, and that's why you need to be able, be able to, to think about how you solve this problem in a different way. You know, when you look at the 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 media measurement business today, they're trying to use old technology and old solutions to solve modern problems. So it's kind of like the old saying where you know if all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. That's kind of what's going on. And what we've done is we've kind of reimagined measurement. So if you were to start from scratch and to say how would we do it today in order to keep pace with the change that's taking place in the marketplace, um, that's the approach that we took. So we thought about it differently. We took a completely different approach. Um, we understood the shortcomings of the older technology, like ACR, and how that can how that creates holes. How do we fill those holes? You know, the walled gardens are are an important component um, of it. How do you capture that information? You know, if you know a particular streaming service isn't willing to share that information and they and they deliver ads, how do you start to measure that so that you can start to, to, to model it? Um, or to understand how to calibrate your, your currency services to take that into account. Because I do strongly believe, uh, and we'd mentioned before, my background was at Track first and then at ComScore that this kind of hybrid approach of these, calib- these high quality calibration panels that understand cross-platform duplication will be used in conjunction with the set top box data and the streaming data and that census type data to give you scale and then using the panel to give you fidelity and the connective tissue to be able to bring all those pieces together because all that's still measured in silos it isn't brought together in a way that allows brands and agencies on the buy side to understand how to allocate dollars or to be able to, to you know buy different um media uh, choices and inventory how it works together you know they're they're in a it's in an era of reach frequency blindness they're completely blind on how to be able to do that effectively and one of the things that Hypha is here to help solve is to be able to provide that connective tissue in a transparent and objective way that meets those needs and can help the media ecosystem move forward.
0: Where do you see, you know, looking at that, the, the biggest disconnect between buyers and sellers, is it more how they allocate their dollars or, uh, you know, how they're are obviously they have silos built inside around their existing data sources? Where do, where do you see the kind of biggest disconnect?
1: I, I really think it's around the cross-platform planning piece of it right now is because what they need to be able to do is to say, here's my total media budget. How does that, how do I how do I allocate that across all my choices of inventory type, whether that's connected TV or streaming services or linear television, local, national, um, digital, all the choices that they have. And they're trying to reach you, Michael. They're, they wanna understand, well, you know, he watched this on linear television and then he went to this streaming service and then he went to, you know, Instagram or, or Meta. And, you know, how were you, you potentially being exposed to those ads or those pockets of the population they can't reach at all with certain uh, media selections and they have to go find them elsewhere. So having those tools to understand how to allocate dollars and how those dollars work together to be able to provide the best return on media spend is what the brands and agencies need. When they, when they go, when it comes to the actual buy or the currency component of it, they can still value that based upon individual selections. Like here's my t- television s- uh, uh, rating service that I'm gonna use to decide the value of that content, or here's the digital information I'm gonna use to make that decision. They can still buy in, si- buy in silos, but they need to understand how it works together to be able to deliver the best result for the brands that are spending the money and the agencies that are, that are you know putting the plans together to be able to help them get the kind of um like I said return that they need on their advertising dollars. So that's the biggest challenge is to being able to figure out how to put those pieces together um to be able to to make that uh, effective in today's dynamic uh advertising market.
0: Um uh, so I guess when you know our home market local uh which I know you you know a lot about where do you see um kind of the disconnect now because a lot, you know, tell us a lot of these tools are, are in a lot of the uh, opportunities are around national, but where could like local advertisers, you know, down the road, when are they going to be able to take advantage of, of the things you're talking about? Um,
1: maybe sooner rather than later, because I, I think it's going to be, again, uh, a similar approach at the local market. And, you know, it's going to depend on the support. It's going to depend on the support of the local station groups and the local stations to be able to do it um, effectively. So, There's nothing to say that there can't be these types of calibration panels that might exist in individual markets to be able to provide information to the Comscores and Nielsens of the world, to basically be able to understand who's in front of the set. So it's not household based. Right. Um, It it still can be census led where you have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of, of households from set top boxes and streaming services to understand what people are watching. But again, it would be the same exact process you would. Be able to collect that information at a smaller scale within those markets and use that information to understand personification or who's in front of the set. OTA is a huge problem. You think of some of these markets, let's say for on the Hispanic front, we look at Phoenix or you look at Miami, um, where Hispanic is a huge percentage of the population and the the viewers uh, and the OTA percentage is high. A lot of that, there's a lot of viewing that takes place that's over the air that needs to be measured. And that's a really difficult thing to do. But taking this type of an approach, you can start to understand how to get the information you need to properly calibrate those rating services for those hard to reach populations and to be able to understand how to fill in those gaps, whether it's over the air or broadband only viewing, or a lot of these new technologies that are coming out today where people can receive local content in different ways. I mean, I'll give you an example. Um, When you look at YouTube TV, there's a huge number of subscribers to YouTube TV today. You know, that's a blind spot. That information is not available to the currency services today, but needs to be represented as part of that distribution and consumption of that local content within the marketplace. And then with, with them, with YouTube TV, for example, getting the NFL uh, Sunday ticket, one would expect their subscribers are only gonna grow. So, you know, those, those, those are the kinds of blind spots, you know, services like hy can help fill in to complete the picture uh, for the marketplace and be able to provide them the information they need uh, to provide the best measurement that's, that, that they possibly can.
0: Yeah, big trend we're in in the news now. If you look at the you know the aggregate, you know, local baseball uh, every night is the, the you know would have the top viewership um, you know on any given night when you kind of aggregate all the markets, and obviously that model is kind of collapsing to where it appears like it's going to go either streaming or it's going to go potentially over the air like we're seeing in Phoenix. Yep. Um, and that's going to create a, you know, even a bigger mess. Uh, if you don't have kind of a solution like this for what really drives, you know, the, the largest audience every night across the country.
1: Yeah. 1000%. And, and, and like I said, I think that is even going to, that's going to continue to, to expand. I mean, that type of, you know, that kind of, and it's just not about, the aggregation it is about the aggregation of content uh, of who's exposed in order to be able to understand the size of the audience but also too it's the fragmentation that exists across how you can get that content right there's like so many different ways to be able to get that content today and it's being able to piece those those things together to understand the total impact of of advertising uh you know in the market um you know the other piece that i don't want to lose sight of too it's also about content so you know, in the marketplace today, there's a lot of talk about ad measurement. And when you look at a lot of the, the, the organizations that have kind of started to go down that road, ad measurement is in the forefront. But we can't forget about the fact that the content measurement is critically important um, and being able to understand, you know, what people watch, making sure there's proper representation of the consumption of that content so that certain, you know, again, we talked about Hispanic earlier um that that that's properly measured so that they, the advertisers understand the size of the audience they understand how to serve that community better um you know there's dozens of examples where there's been content that uh, has been taken off the air because it had huge viewership support um but it didn't get the measurement that it needed uh and it's no longer in the air on the air because it can't attract advertisers because it was under measured so it's, it's really important that we get this right. And, you know, Haifa is here to do their part, to be able to contribute um, to the, the media uh, industry, to be able to provide them the information and that source of truth, to be able to understand what's being um, consumed, both on the ad and content side, uh, and be able to, to have this kind of source of truth that can hold the marketplace accountable uh, to understanding you know what kinds of um what kinds of um cross-platform duplication there is uh the broadband only viewership and the over-the-air viewership things to that effect that's that's really critically important to get it right I
0: right we'll get you out here in one question uh if you could wave a magic wand and change one thing about the video measurement space what would it be <sighs>
1: If I could wave wave a magic wand to change one thing about the the video measurement space, I think it would be to speed up the the adoption of new technologies to be able to address these problems. Because, you know, at Haifa, we've spent a lot of time thinking about this problem. Um, You know, there's a lot of conversation about AI these days, but this is something we've been doing for years. And we've got a lot of experience on that and the machine learning side of it. And that was necessary to be able to, to really um, keep pace with the change in the marketplace. And, you know, but these are new ideas. These are new approaches. So the adoption of those new approaches, both by the, the publishers in the marketplace and the agencies of brands is critically important. And um, we've made a lot of progress over the last couple of years on that front. Uh, but I do think we need to move uh, we need to move faster Um, This problem's not going to get better with time. And the sooner we get started to to use some of these new approaches to be able to understand um, what's going on in the marketplace, the better off we're going to be, you know, as time goes on.
0: Excellent. Well, Chris, I'm grateful for your time. And I know our audience is going to love this conversation. So thank you. All right. Thanks, Michael. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Screen Wars. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. You can find out more about cross-screen media at cross-screenmedia.com. Please don't forget to sign up for our weekly newsletter, State of the Screens. You can find us on social media at cross-screen media. Join us next time for more insights and analysis straight from the experts.